and bing bong welcome to cineboys podcast how are you guys doing doing great talking about anything interesting before we went on (laughs) just not that i recall i surprised you with that hit record button didn't i (laughs) well anyways welcome everybody to the cineboys podcast we are part of the cork bats podcast network um we are cork bats movie tv entertainment podcast um, we're not a sports podcast. I don't. I don't feel. I don't know how many times I got to say this, but we don't talk about sports here at all, ever. And so you better not bring up anything sports related this week, guys. Okay. Even when we're talking about sports, we're not actually talking about sports. Yeah, we're talking about how we feel, and there's a difference. We we're we're a feeling podcast. We're feelings oriented. Um, pro pro feelings. Yeah. Well, hey, if you are listening on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, which you can see the link, the not links, but just the ad space right around that area. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, you can follow us and subscribe and rate and review. And we really would do ask that you do all those things. That would mean a lot to us. Um, if you're watching on the Corkbats YouTube page, also thank you. Um, the blessing of Cork Bats YouTube page is that you get to see us in person and our cool animations and slides. And those are fun and they're fun to make. So we're glad you're here. Um, please consider subscribing to the Cork Bats YouTube page. Also, leave us a comment. Subscribe. There's a lot of stuff to do here. All right. Um, but I'm Kenny. I'm one of the co hosts of the Cine Boys podcast. I am joined. As always, by my three, uh, well, not always. It's actually pretty rare these days that we get all four of us, but we're here today. All four of us. We all made it. Uh, I am joined starting, let's, you know what? Let's start right to left, coast wise. Okay. Mm. And I'm going to start with my good friend, Mr. Mob. Mob, how are you today? I'm great. I feel like you. Felt like you were switching it up, but I feel like you normally go with me first. I usually do. That's so, a good point. Uh, well, well, like I said, we're going right to left from coasts. So you're the furthest right. And then we'll get to the next. I'll have to do that in my head because you guys are pretty close to each other. But, Mob, what are you big on this week? Bottle service. Bottle service? Yeah. <laughs> Bottle service. Can you elaborate on that? So um, it this is the time of year where in medical residencies, the top, uh, like the oldest people are graduating. Um, so my wife is not graduated yet. She is going into her chief year, which is her last year. So she'll be graduating at this time next year. So we had their graduation on uh, on Friday. And after the graduation, some of the attendings took us to a place i don't know how to describe it but they reserved a backed off area that they roped off and there was like a bottle service that's cool man no think roxy's oh that's even better so someone got stabbed think of getting think of getting bottle service in a roped off area in roxy's and just put it in lexington and that's where we were what would that be like Wow, happy for you. What an experience. It was wild. I was I was like, I'm too old to be doing this, but that's also what's great about it is we all were too old to be doing this because the attendings are mm. five or six years older than I am. So Okay. Well man, good for you. Bottle service. Bottle service. Did you um did you network a lot while you were there? No. Say so, hey, I have this podcast. I know you're a doctor, but oh. I bet you're into podcasts. Here's a do- here's a podcast you can listen to while you're doing surgery. Yeah, Bob keeps talking about trying to get into the family business. With I Kate. am in the family business. We are a house of learned doctors. Uh, well, that's cool, man. Congratulations on your bottle service. Um, and then again, going left to right. Uh, shoot. Ooh. I would guess that Tom would be next. Then he's probably closer to the coast than um, Kevin is. It is. Uh, act- mm. Yes. Yep. yep. That 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 checks out in my brain. We can fact yeah. check that later, but we'll go for it for now. No, it, it 100% is. You don't even need to check it. Yeah, I I'm pretty see sure. It in my head. I can see it in my head, too. I'm pretty sure Tom is closer to the coast. He is. He's Kevin like, is. He's he like definitely 60 is. feet, 100 feet further west yes. than me. Yeah. East. Correct. East. Further east. east. Sorry, east. Yes, correct. Directions. Mm. He's further right. 
that's sorry. That's got it. Yes, that right. that's true. This is that true. checks out. That checks out. Uh, Tom, what are you big on this week? Um, live music. We uh, got to go to some shows last night at Rose Music Hall. Um, Laura, the organization she works for, CASA, which is a wonderful organization that helps uh, kids in the foster care system. They had a fundraiser at Rose Music Hall. And so I got to go and just listen to live music for the first time in well over a year, a uh, year and a half, maybe. And it was just a great time to be out and about and enjoy some uh, local musicians. That's mm. that's hot, dude. That sounds fun right now. It was think, a lot of fun. I think in Austin, there's a lot more places that have live music. Um, definitely in San Antonio. I know that I was at a live music event a few weeks back. Um but yeah, that's really cool, man. Uh, and then uh, third furthest from the coast, or third closest to the coast, uh, we've got our good friend Kevin. How are you, Kevin? Hey, Ken. I'm doing great. That's, Thanks for asking. That's really good, dude. What are you big on this week? I'm a simple man, Kenny. I'm big on air conditioning. It's hot as balls here in Columbia. It went from 65 degrees. I was wearing a hoodie 10 days ago. It's 95 degrees here today. I'm I'm dying. I'm melting. I for, I forgot how much I hate the summer. I would not make it in Texas. Um, and I've said many times, if there's one thing that I couldn't live without, I would have, I think I would choose air conditioning over just about anything else in life. Uh, and I think it, like, I think the debate was Wi-Fi or internet and or Wi-Fi or air conditioning. And I would choose air conditioning a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, that is, uh, that's, the, that's tough. Unless I lived I in like San right. Diego, I, air conditioning from a number one and uh that's it that's cool i'm hot i'm a hot boy i i can't i here's what i think man and i i don't think i'm wrong on this i know you say that you don't like the heat but i swear if you were you had this day and then you had a day like 16 inches of snow below freezing the next day you're gonna choose the hot day i don't think i am false i'm not so this winter i bathed in the cold i loved it I great. got out of the shower sweating today. What's yeah, the point? It sucks. In there. Stupid. It's inconvenient, but it doesn't hurt. That's so my, I think as that's a, as I a younger I think as a younger lad, I just didn't know how to properly dress in the wintertime. I just like would wear a t shirt and then like a light jacket over that, and that was like my winter attire. I've learned to layer like a man. So I'm not cold in the wintertime. Unless it's like negative five degrees. I'm warm. I dress for the the occasion. In the summer it's just hot. I'm hot all the time. It's hot but it's like doable like that's no, you the of all people should know the pains of heat it's like a thousand no, degrees love it i i, I yeah. love the heat i think the heat's yeah. great i think winter is just stupid and pointless i it's would too cold. i would say the other way around i, I hate, hate being sweaty yep. sweaty being sweaty soup soupiness sucks i could go that's outside it's soupy heat stomach. index of 105 here today in austin i could go outside today and stay outside for hours and not die. Where Dude, if it's middle of winter and I true. went outside for hours, something would probably freeze and fall off my body. Okay, so there's okay, a big off, difference. In Texas, freezing, it would be like 45 degrees. You'd be just fine. You'd no. be just fine. May I, I remind outside, you that we just went through a... a a, okay, you got not a weather podcast in a lifetime <laughs> weather event <laughs> i think we are a weather podcast this is we're the, a weather podcast most heated debate we've had in a while i think <laughs> nice <laughs> i see what you did there heated. <laughs> oh well that's great well i got swamp well, ass going to the grocery store today exactly yeah, that's all i okay. did again and you don't recover from again. soup but you don't again you can get warm again it's when it's inconvenient cold. i will give you that it is very inconvenient when you have swamp ass but it's also livable. Like I'd rather have swamp bass the, than have frostbite. The, the coldness we're talking about is also livable. No, like you cannot live in that. You would die. No, no, you can't. Can. Yeah, but like I honestly, I'm gonna spend more time inside when it's blazing hot outside than when it's freezing cold. One billion percent. I'd yeah. rather because so, it's fun and it feels good. No, the opposite of that. You get tan. You feel the, no, like the warmth, the wrap of your body. It just feels great. I love it. Anyways, enough of this on. weather talk. Hold on. I got... Okay, Penny. fine. Continuing with the weather talk. No, we're done with the weather. I just want to ask you a question. Okay, go ahead. First off, what are you big on? Second off. How dare you? How dare you? Oh, thanks. 
Huh? Okay, yeah. here's what I'm big on. And this is going to make you St. Louis people really happy. Oh. But I'm big on toasted ravioli. Yes. There are very few places that you can get toasted ravioli in Austin. One we had about two years ago, and it was shit. There's a place that is maybe now our new apartment. It's probably less than a mile away that makes toasted ravioli, and it is so good. And we got it for dinner the other night along. So here's the thing. It's a pizza place that makes us toasted ravioli. Toasted ravioli is great. Pizza sucks. So we went to <laughs> another pizza place to get their pizza. And then we went and got the toasted ravioli from this other place. Oh, man. Toasted ravioli is so good. The so key is to good. actually get it toasted. Like half the time you eat it, it's like chewy and mushy. Oh, it's, and it's, it was perfect. It's the worst. Well, they, it's yeah. probably like they get it frozen and then put it in the oven and it's not it toasted rav- it's not yeah. the same i think you have to you have to it's make frozen. the ravioli yourself in order for yeah. it to be good if you're gonna fry it or toast it i've never really understood why toasted ravioli is so contained to a couple cities in missouri it is very very like you ask people about it they don't know what it is it, you we found that a lot um when we moved here is that like we hmm. would t- ask people like hey is there can you get toaster ravioli and all of a sudden everyone's like what is that Nobody it seems like that something that would be right up texas's alley yeah. It's like yeah right there's a place I'll, I'll say this there's a place in st louis that does burnt end toasted ravioli so they take the burn ends and put it in there yeah. why can't texas do that texas because they would probably do better it. at it i'm sure there's a there's got to be some pulled pork, some brisket, Sounds whatever. Yum, yum. Like, it's, it's a brilliant idea, and this place does, does it very well, but it that 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 collab of barbecue and Italian is out there to be had. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Austin. We could do it. I'll check it out. I'll make it happen. I know some people. I don't, but I know some people. Um, But, yeah, no, that that's what I'm big on. Just, like, the toasted ravioli. It's such a treat. Like, you know, you take it for granted when you live in Missouri. You get it you can get it anywhere you go. Honestly, here in Columbia there's nowhere good toast. Yeah, not a great spots. Not a great option. It's Does crazy. It, oh. Yeah, I guess there isn't really a place that Like I can you can out. get it and it's okay, but it's you You've got emos, but we all know that the Columbia emos is mm-hmm. way subpar to the St. Louis emos. I'll get like, so emos gross. is way okay. subpar. Nah, right? I'll get emos every once in a while just out of nostalgia. Like if there's a big St. Louis sporting event, not a sports podcast, but if there's a big St. Louis sporting event coming up, and I just have mm-hmm. to feel like I'm in St. Louis for a minute. Uh-huh. It kind of helps. It's not great. It's average at best. The but... Columbia emos isn't real emos. It's Ugh, pretty it's trash. Disgusting. Here's the thing. So Emo's gross. is the same anywhere you go. But That's actually not it, true, but... You couldn't be more wrong. Here's what I'll give it. I though. wish you could be, but you can't. I so. will give it this. Is it is it their pizza good? No. But they have really good wings. And good toaster ravioli. So also I'll give them pizza. that. Pizza's nasty crap. Mm. I guess funny. I need to... It's an acquired taste. I'll give, it, I'll give you that. I don't think it is, though, because I've had other St. Louis-style pizzas that are phenomenal. Like what? Oh, what's the name of that place? It's probably not actually actually St. Louis-style pizza, then. It probably isn't. You probably are getting the thin crust without the Prevel cheese. Yeah. That's what makes it St. Louis-style, unfortunately, is the Prevel cheese. Well, I don't think the Prevel cheese is... Well, I don't think the Prevel cheese is the thing that makes Emo's bad, though. No, that's what it is. That's no. what you hate about it. No, it's not. It's the it's the like just flimsy ass. Oh, uh, if, if you get the right emos, it's again it's crispy and delicious. You've a prop, how many times have you had emos in St. Louis? Uh, several times. I'm pretty I sure. Don't believe, I don't believe that. I, if you have I to say grown up, really then I don't believe you. As someone who has spent more time in St. Louis and had way more emos in St. Louis, and also had it in Columbia, which I had once or twice, and decided I will never have it again because they are not the same. Mm. It's okay. just not the same. If you get it where it is actually cooked, I agree with you. If it's flimsy like that, no good. If, you, if you get, get any pizza actually that's cooked like that, I'm not gonna love it. Probably. I like a little mm. crispiness to my my, my pizza. Right, pie. Tom. Yeah. Pizza you know what? This has been a good start to the. We've 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 been away as a group for a while. It feels like. Yeah. My favorite it's arguments ice. are where it's me, Kevin, and Kenny all yelling at each other, and Tom just sitting there looking <laughs> at us like, like I'm indifferent. <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> I don't care. Um. Well, guys, it is good to see you, and you know, it is. Uh, 
you know, we got some box office numbers this week. I will say this, after looking at the box office numbers, numbers are down, but still pretty solid. And also, uh, A Quiet Place is the first movie in the pandemic, post-pandemic, to reach the $100 million mark. So, we're back. And I I think, for real, for real, movies and theaters are opening up. We got our tickets for Black Widow. Already, dang, yep. got them ready to roll, and they've they, done it. Yeah, something like a month. Yeah, I mean, now it's Proud like uh, yeah, they're on sale. Yeah, people are buying them. We had to we had to go a couple days into it. We couldn't just get them day of. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's happening, and you know, masks are optional now. If you're vaccinated, that's kind of fun. Great. So a lot of stuff going on, but hey, let's let's get into these actual box office numbers. So coming in at number three this week uh, is uh, Peter Rabbit Two, The Runaway, with ten point uh, four million dollars. Makes sense. Is that you and McGregor? That is not. Okay. Who is I, it? I think that's um, I think it's James Gordon. It is. Who is the Peter the the titular mm. titular role of Peter? And You've then Dom, got... Domhnall Gleeson is like the mm-hmm. is in it as well. So is Margot Robbie. Is she? Man. I don't sure think it roped she... into those kind of movies. She's the voice of Flopsy Rabbit. Oh, voice that makes sense. Flopsy Rabbit. Mm. Like what? Well, that's, that's Rose good. Burns in it. It's got some names. Oh, Rose Burns her. in it. Um. Yeah. So cool. Good. Good for the Peter Rabbit people. Yeah, well, coming in at number two Whoa. this week, uh, with eleven point four million dollars, is in the heights, which kind of surprising. It's it just Ooh. came out on Friday and it's only in second place. I think a lot of people probably watch it at home. That's what we did. We got our toasted ravioli, we got our Desano pizza, and we watched it at home. I might I might argue that it would have done better if it weren't on HBO Max. Definitely. Probably. People would I have think gone to see it. People would have gone to see it. So it's I think we're be- starting to see where the HBO Max it releasing on both it may hurt its box office numbers. So I've got a question about that. How yeah. long is this happening for? This year. The dual all this year. Twenty twenty one. Man, that's they nice. announced it like yeah. last year. They said every twenty twenty one release will be on HBO Max. Same and day. It put everyone in a tizzy because yeah. they were not expecting that. Which I love it, and I think they probably were like, "Well, we don't know how long this is gonna last, so we might as well just say yeah. a whole year." And so I wonder and now, now they're, if they're like, "Oh, probably regretting it for sure." It was like three months, basically. Yeah, yeah. like they what they I, and I get what they were doing. They were trying to get people to get like Subscribe. year because at that yeah. time you could also sign up for six months at a discounted rate, which mm-hmm. is what we did. And so they're trying to get people to sign up for probably year plans, um, but. You gotta think they kind of regret it right now. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah, totally. also, and why the couldn't heights? they just have done it release by release? Yeah. That's yeah. what I would have thought. Just movie by movie. See, yeah. read the room. Hey, I'm happy though. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Watch, I won't watch In the Heights, and I never will. But <laughs> that's, that's I'm glad so I have the option. Sad. I'm to. so sad for you because it's so great. Why would you sing something to me when you can say it three times <laughs> faster, and I'll actually understand it? Yeah, but like actually, they rap, the so they say it. it faster. That's even more confusing. You have to rap it five or six times for me to understand it once. I think for you to really understand my vibe, I should start singing and rapping to you. Agreed. You know what? It's like but, it's such a cool movie. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, Look, yeah. they sing. See, sure. Okay, if you're not into fear. singing. That's fine. But like, here's it's some fear. of the most elaborate dance sequences of like any musical I've ever seen. It blew. It blew my mind. It was so good. I've never been a. Never been a theater kid and i just don't if i can i, I just i can't do it i, I think know. he's afraid of liking it yeah he's no afraid i'm not i already like i've i watched the trailer and i couldn't even finish it i was just like all right it the is trailer's not the movie long, though. i know it doesn't matter very long it was uh, it's long very, then yeah. definitely it's not like gonna watch almost it. how long is it hours long it's, oh, hours. it's still good though i you know you okay get... look I, I, this is a, a real fear of mine is that my mom is going to latch on to this movie like she did Hamilton and I'm going to have to watch her rap and sing songs to me like she did with Hamilton songs. That's a very real fear that I have right Does now. Does your mom sing to you a lot? Uh, 
I didn't want it to happen, but she definitely sang Hamilton to us on multiple occasions, like as a performance. And uh, it, it was like, you know, the first time I was like, oh, that was kind of fun. And then the second and third time, it's like, okay, that we got it. Fair enough. You know, here's, what, here's what In the Heights made me want to do. It made me want to live in a different culture than what I currently live in. Yeah. Wanna, because it seemed so fun. Bluegrass. Yeah. It, yeah, I it, it is very like it's you see something you see a side of culture in general that like you're not used to as a white male. I don't know if everyone knows this, but we're four white guys, so like we have a very probably like what? Hold on, yeah, back up. True story. True story. Um, very monochromatic view of the world and just life in general. So to see it from another perspective in a way that's just really fun and refreshing is great. I think that's the best part of In the Heights. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, there's this whole other, like, there's people who are different than me who are awesome. Like, I, uh, and, you know, in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. I avoid my neighbors. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. In this neighborhood, they're, like, all a big family, and, like, yeah. part of me hates that, but part of me is also like, hey, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. That's really neat. I hate it, but I want to be in it. Right. Yeah. Right. But, like, if I could just move there and didn't have to work to make that, and it was yeah. just there. I love it. <laughs> cool. It's, like I, it's the it's the in between of I don't know you and I want to get to know you, but I also don't want to put in the effort because that seems hard. Growing yeah. up, my parents were like legitimately friends with all our neighbors, and our neighbors like hung out, and we hung out with the kids. And I just think that's just people don't do that anymore. Mm-mm. At least millennials don't. Do you think we're going to get a musical about Kevin's neighborhood growing up? I really hope so. Actually, <laughs> honestly, starring Tim Zalabimba. Honestly, the characters there's there's characters there to develop. Yeah, yeah, it would actually be kind of fun. <laughs> I would actually maybe watch it. You musical. heard it here first. There's a musical based on Kevin's life growing up, coming up, coming. Soon. I mean, in the whoever Glen. they cast as my dad would have the time of his life. Oh yeah, it'll be called In the Glen. In the Glen. In the Glen. <laughs> it would be just yeah. Oh, look man. how look how easy these people's lives are ah <laughs> oh, this is this very this whole musical is very conflict averse yeah, not a lot happens yeah. here they just biggest problem is taxes yeah they yeah. just sing the whole time and there's really nothing no, no real hardships um or when it, the protagonist decides to dig a pond in his backyard i mean the 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 problems the hardships of my neighbors would be the things my parents do yeah. and it, that would be the there's like a that whole would be, that would be the plot of the movie like, like did oh. you see our crazy ass neighbor i think he was burying a body last night at midnight you know <laughs> building a pond it's like dad if you're listening the code word is sour patch kids <laughs> there's like uh the whole number whole number about going to ace hardware on saturdays in the Not, movie see, he didn't even do that though <laughs> he started digging i'll tell you guys that story sometime oh i'm i'm intrigued um and then yeah coming in number one uh again two weeks in a row uh quiet place part two with 11.7 million dollars actually they weren't number one last week it was uh the devil made me do it yeah oh yeah which is such an excuse stop making (laughs) excuses but yes quiet place part two 11.7 million dollars so good on them i finally saw quiet place part one so I, i feel like i can go see part two now maybe i'll do that tonight I don't have anything going on, so it could be fun. Head over to the Alamo Draft House. Definitely do it. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty much it for our box office numbers. Um, so not a whole lot of news this week to really report on, but we did get the uh, the second trailer for Space Jam. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on this second trailer? It looks bad. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't it watch it. Like- it seems like a very heavy plot. Like, for some reason, the souls of the NBA players, like their talent, doesn't seem like as big of a deal as like LeBron James, like the life of his son. Yeah, it soul. seems dark. Yeah. Like, yeah. That seems like too much. I thought they showed more of the Looney Tunes. And I was like, oh, okay. The The animation looks cool. I'll give it that. Like the way it, it looks, it looks nice. I thought it was kind of weird that LeBron is animated half the time. Yeah, I kind of like that about the originals that MJ was just MJ the whole time. I um, I guess where I'm at with it is how I I just feel like Looney Tunes. Maybe it's because we're adults now, 
but Looney Tunes in the '90s was more relevant than it is now. Yeah, they're I don't they're not really on TV anymore. I was gonna say, how much were they making new Looney Tunes cartoons in the '90s? Even probably not a lot, but I feel like they were still there's still more of the more like you get like, uh, what was the Looney Tune babies? What was that? Um, I don't know. Oh, I'm thinking Muppet Babies. Never mind. But Are you like, thinking Animaniacs? No, 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 no. I, 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 I just got I got my wires crossed there. I, I, I just don't think that Looney Tunes is as relevant as it used to be, and it probably wasn't even that relevant in the 90s, but I felt like it was... Yeah, I, I feel like when I would go like to my grandparents' house or something, or even my parents, they would show me you know Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, yeah. but millennials aren't showing their kids Bugs Bunny. No, it's all Peppa the Pig. Watching Paw Patrol and yeah, Peppa yeah. the Pig. Yeah, yeah, but Looney Tunes wasn't like the Paw Patrol age. Yeah, uh, Paw know. Patrol's like for for real, real like, I don't know toddlers, right? Real I don't know. You, we're also we're four white men without any children, right. so that we know. Let's of. bring some. Let's bring some parents on and ask them. Yeah, none of us are fa- actively fathering a child or parenting a child true whether mm. any of us are fathers we we don't who's to say we can't who's to prove? say we should probably start giving parental advice on the show just give our hot takes uh, on parental corner yeah parental corner from four guys that don't have kids yeah i think people that's would like solid. that people well, wouldn't hate it i i will say this so kevin you said you think it looks bad space jam yeah i agree I can't really say exactly why, other than it, it seems too dark. Mm-hmm. But also, I just don't really like LeBron James, and that's but a me problem. Probably. Here's the other question: Was Space Jam one a good movie? No, like that's a great question. That's, so that's probably the not. thing. We're adults now. I saw the trailer and was like, "This looks exactly like the first movie." And the first movie was not good. Yeah. Did I enjoy it? Of yes. Course. But but it wasn't good. The first mm-hmm. movie had Bill Murray. True. I'll give it like that. that. Who's to say card. Bill Murray doesn't show up? I mean, I would love that. Who That'd says Michael Jordan isn't in it? Yeah, you know what? Michael Jordan, not a great actor himself. Got to, got to throw that out there. No, it was. Um... There is a bet out there though. I think it's minus three hundred of that LeBron James will outscore Michael Jordan. So LeBron James in oh, this I, game will I, outscore in, Michael oh, Jordan in, in, in Space, Space Jam. Jam one. I guarantee yeah. you, he will. He, he. He probably wrote that into the contract of it. He's like, I have to score more than. <laughs> do we have more? Do we have stats on this at all? Like stats on Space Jam? Like what MJ scored? Like yeah, did, what was like his, his uh, mob? Look up his assists. game. His uh, his game line. It, it has to be based off of just like actual like visible things that you see in the game or in the movie of how many points he scored, how many assists, how many blocks. I wonder if uh... this is relevant because NBA playoffs, so, not a sports podcast. <clears throat> yeah, Michael Jordan was twenty-two for twenty-two. Oh, wow! Uh-huh. Wow, um, that's impressive. Zero miss. assists, zero steals, zero, zero blocks, <laughs> two turnovers, no assists. What? Forty-four points. So he was a hundred percent shooting. Yeah. To I be can't fair, imagine he didn't have an assist. To be no three-pointers. Everyone on the team was a hundred percent. Wow! Oh yeah, I guess it's true. They don't. I guess they probably didn't miss shots. Now, for the Monstars, Bupkis, who was Patrick Ewing, missed a shot. There was one missed shot the entire game. Wow! (laughs) So here's the thing. I guess they didn't. Here's here's the question. Here's the before they shot. Sorry. Here's the real debate. If LeBron scores more points than MJ in Space Jam 2, but has a missed shot, yeah, is the, does the debate rage that MJ is better than LeBron because of not, not the amount of points, but like percentage shooting? I mean, you could argue efficiency is more important than points scored. So There you go. C- can you? I don't know. <laughs> if, 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 <laughs> I don't know. If, I'm if LeBron saying. James scores 45 points against Michael Jordan and he scores 44, it doesn't matter how many shots he missed. He won. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Unless LeBron shoots. He misses a bunch of shots. I'm Would talking you... one-on-one. 
Would you say oh, yeah. that their legacy, like the, the legacy work, of MJ and LeBron, comes down to Space Jam movies? I think I think, it should. I think so. <laughs> I think first off, it's kind of a, it's kind of a little, little uh, I don't know what kind of move, but the fact that LeBron's doing just MJ's movie part two seems like, dude, make your own thing, get your own movie. You just mm-hmm. have to piggyback off me again. Yeah, like, come on, you know. Also, I don't like LeBron, so there's my. Well, here's How old the, are you? You know what's good for LeBron is that his schedule cleared up boy. to promote this movie. That drove me nuts. He lost for the first round, the first time ever in the first round, and he comes out and goes, "Yeah, I'm just looking forward to playing with the Looney Tunes, beating the Monstars. Be more corny. Come on, I hate, yeah. I hated it so much." <laughs> Yeah. I, anyway, we hate I love I love how much this bothers Kevin. Yeah. I I'm don't thriving like... off of his hate right now. <laughs> we should make Kevin go see it in theaters <laughs> and review it. I you know the crazy thing? I would have seen it in theaters if I had Movie Pass right now. Speaking of Movie Pass. That's I I set you up there. That was a great transition. Um but yeah, so we we received an article today from our longtime listener Mary um from mashable.com and and it was one of those things where it's like yeah we could post on this but like this deserves a lot of attention because it's insane um but essentially we have a uh, basically today we're going to be doing an expose of movie pass so if you don't know what movie pass is um essentially it was a um a, a movie subscription service where essentially you got what's the equivalent of like a debit card um, and with Movie Pass, essentially, if you paid ten dollars a month, nine ninety nine. Well, it started at nine ninety nine. Um, essentially, you had access to go see a movie in theaters at least, or you could see one movie per day in a theater. Uh, and there was no limit to how many movies you could see in a month, but you could only see one a day. Um, so essentially, you could potentially see thirty movies um, in a month for nine ninety nine. Wild, a wild idea, right? And at the time, it was like, this is insane. Like, this is a, such a good deal. I had it. I know Kevin had it. Mob, you had it, right? Mob mm-hmm. told me about it. Tom, did you have it? Nah. Okay. So it was essentially $10 a month, and you could go to as many, many movies as you want. When it started, it was awesome because I it, had it. It was cheaper than that in the beginning. They had, they had a deal where if you signed yeah, up for like I a did this. year, it was, it was like $60 a month. Bucks. Yeah, it was it was it was six, it was six fifty a month, I think, if you paid annually. And yeah. now, I did that, and then the last two months of the year, the app just didn't work anymore. Yes, but it had already gotten in. the value out. <laughs> but oh, I had I had maxed out my value easily. Yes. I think in ten months, I saw like almost forty movies. I think it was yes. like thirty eight movies. So it was an extremely good deal, and, and the reasoning behind this, and the Too way that, to be true, yeah, the way that they were planning to make money was that essentially they were going to sell this data to movie company to studios. So the data they were they were collecting on their users, they were going to sell to the studios, and that's how they planned to make their money back. Well, what happened was that didn't happen, and essentially Movie Pass had to figure out a way to make money um off the subscription so there was a lot of things they did including turning the uh the subscription price up to about 30 dollars a month um they limited the amount of movies you could see to like three a month or something like that it was one a week for a while yeah it was it got really restrictive unlike if you wanted to go see like an avengers movie you would have to pay like a premium fee yeah eventually it's like 95 wouldn't cover it anymore so it basically it, it just kind of realized that it was going to make money and then in 2019 it eventually collapsed and movie pass no longer exists now you have individual theaters selling these subscription models which are actually more make more sense um you know per theater um so alamo has one that's currently suspended due to covid but it's 20 dollars a month and you can see one movie a month uh or one movie a day sorry um and it's a terrible deal that's i think it's pretty solid all you gotta do is see two movies in a month and you made your money i mean if it was one movie a month that's a terrible oh yes of course that'd be really shitty just awful (laughs) um but yeah so i mean it it basically fell through because it didn't make any money but this article came out uh from mashable.com um written by uh, uh jack morse and it was about a week ago And, and again shout out to mary who sent this to us um 
But essentially, just wanted to go through this article because the the title of the article is MoviePass actively tried to stop users from seeing movies, uh, according to the FTC. So, um, like we were saying, how they had to change up their model, they started charging more, but they were also doing things to essentially cover their ass and you know try to make sure that people didn't overuse it and they would lose money. So, um, essentially, the article says the movie ticket subscription service, which promised customers the ability to see one film in theaters per day for nine ninety five a month officially shuttered for good in 2019. However, according to the Federal Trade Commission complaint released Monday, the company actively worked to prevent its customers from seeing movies in theaters. MoviePass allegedly did this in three calculated and rather hilariously screwed up ways. First, according to an FTC press release announcing the complaint, MoviePass invalidated users' passwords and claimed falsely that it detected fraud related to their accounts and were talking to me. When we're talking a lot of customers, according to the complaint, movie did movie pass did this to seventy five thousand users, many of whom was one of them. were then <laughs> locked out of their accounts as movie passes password reset process often failed. So essentially, they said, "Oh, we can't log you in. Looks like there's some fraud. Uh, we got a fraud alert. Um, so you're gonna have to reset your password." And then they wouldn't let you reset your password, or I the technology didn't work. Movie pass fifty times, yeah. probably maybe not fifty, twenty times. Didn't even get one response ever. Just, <laughs> yeah. So essentially, it was kind of like it reminded me of this business or this online sell your DVD thing that I did like 10 years ago. I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but I had like mm-hmm. a whole collection of DVDs and then streaming hit. And I was like, I don't need all these DVDs. I, it is such a hassle for me to walk over to something and put a disc in it. <laughs> it, it is. It, it really is. I hate doing it. But uh, it was like, yeah, we'll give you 60 cents for every DVD you send us. So I loaded this box. I was going to make like 60 bucks. I loaded this box full of DVDs, sent it out. Never heard anything back. Yeah. So. first. Yeah. That that's was the really worst. stupid. Mm. But yeah, that's kind of what it feels like with MoviePass. It, it started out as like, oh, this is kind of legit to like, what in the hell is actually happening? So Mob and I knew from the very get-go this was not lasting long. Yeah, we I always remember. said, do it while you can, make it last, because this is going away soon. I remember thinking, like, there's no way this is going to stick yeah. around because I'm getting to see every movie I want it was as incredible. many like as many times as I want. I just have to wait a day to see another one. Yeah. Well, it kind of makes sense if you look at it from the standpoint of, hey, you know, the reason why this model works is because ultimately the way we're going to make our money is by selling information to movie studios. Well, I think the problem- that's funny. They thought that movie theaters would want that from them and they they were mm-hmm. like you're doing this and we hate this mm-hmm. we're gonna like a great idea but we want to do this on our own we're not going to take it from you right and they, I, they hated that well the model was that they would buy so essentially movie pass would buy a certain amount of tickets per theater per showing and then you would if you were a movie pass user you could use up one of the seats and they were like well we don't have to worry about spending the money to buy these tickets because we're going to get reimbursed by studios Right, and they didn't expect the studios to hate it. Right. Well, the problem is that studios essentially were like, why do we need your information? We get the information from the movie theater. That seems dumb. So it just didn't work. Yeah. I also thought, like, there was also a small part where they were like, yeah, people will, A, they depended on people forgetting about the subscription, just not using it, you know, using 0.5 movies a month, paying for one ticket, making some money. And two... I think another plan was to drive like it was going to drive like concessions and merchandise and stuff, which didn't happen. Like I would go to a movie and buy nothing because the whole experience cost me no money. Why would I go and spend get a free movie ticket and then spend 20 bucks on soda and candy? I'm not going to do that. Well, yeah, it makes more sense for a movie theater to have that subscription then because exactly essentially the, the money that you when you go to a movie theater. And you spend money on a movie ticket. That money does not go to the theater. It goes to the studio. When you go to a movie theater and you buy like all the other stuff there, that's the money that you know. That's essentially where the the theater is making its money. Um, so yeah, it's it's you know it makes more sense for a movie theater to have that subscription based service than just have the subscription service out there. Um, so movie theaters are getting you know I don't know. Anyways. So that was one way that they countered it uh, and tried to keep people from, you know, using it. Um, 
So it says the FTC notes that MoviePass then CEO Mitchell Lowe, along with the CEO of MoviePass's parent company, knew of, ordered, or helped execute the password disruption program. Love it. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> MoviePass allegedly launched a ticket verification program that didn't work correctly, and as a result, blocked thousands of subscribers from using the service. Also happened to me. So oh, yeah. <laughs> with that, it doesn't really go into oh, yeah. how that worked, but wasn't it you like you had to take a picture of your ticket stub? Yeah. 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 And if you didn't take it within a certain amount of time, it would like lock you out of your account and stuff. And, or if, even if you took the picture, it'd be like, this isn't verifiable. Yeah. It was just hilarious. So when that happened, did they, did they make you pay for the ticket? How does that work? Um, I don't remember. Do you, do you remember what happened with that mob? It was like, I think the threat was that if you don't do this, your account can just be like deleted. That makes sense. And okay. so one time, eventually my account, I did delete my account at some point, but then I was still getting charged monthly for MoviePass. So I had to like, I got them to stop somehow. I think I sent them so many emails, but they just were flat out just ignoring all the rules of business, which I respect. <laughs> which is just like, it's, it's, that's what you do. It's so bold. And I just can't, I can't say Bold that I dislike it. And hilarious. Like, yeah. it was a good idea, sort of. Yeah. There was like a good idea months. hidden in there somewhere. Right. And they made all the wrong decisions after right. that initial idea. And then, uh, perhaps most outrageously, MoviePass's operators used tripwires that blocked certain groups of users, typically those who viewed more than three movies per month, from utilizing the service after they collectively hit certain thresholds based on their monthly cost to the company. And yeah, that's not all. In addition to locking out customers who saw more movies than MoviePass wanted to pay for, the company also allegedly burned the rest of its company, excuse me, rest of its customers for good measure. Um, MoviePass's operators also failed to take reasonable steps to secure personal information it collected from subscribers, such as their names, email addresses, birth dates, credit card numbers, and geolo geolocation information, the FTC alleges. Uh, yeah, they, the I read they stored them in plain text files, which yes, is yes, yes, yes. freaking right hilarious. Companies stored customers' document. personal data, including <laughs> financial information, email addresses, in plain text and failed to impose totally not on this. encrypted. www.creepdots.com com slash backslash that creep dots that's Black, where that's where it was at yeah Black my info and it's just all your financial banking. i just social <laughs> debit card number yeah i just love that like kevin you were probably one of the targets that they were after <laughs> because they're like this guy's using one, it way too much I, so Let's start i went throwing back this stuff at him i did the numbers i found the emails of when i signed up for movie Pass. i signed up in august of 2017 i the last uh and then I, the next email I sent was August of 2018 saying I wanted to cancel my plan. So that was a, a full year. And in that year, I saw 43 movies. So I saw one almost every week. There were 10 weeks in a year that I didn't see a movie. This guy ask. just saw The Spy Who Dumped Me three times. <laughs> we need to get him out of here. This guy has really taken there was, advantage I think of it this. was, I, I checked my list because that's when I started using Letterboxd when mm -hmm. Movie Pass came out. Because I was like, I'm seeing so many movies. I have to log them somehow. And I think it was, uh, I think it was uh, April of 2018. I saw seven movies in a month. Nice. <laughs> I just That's saw awesome. every movie the theater had to offer. That's great. <laughs> Basically. That's solid. Well, yeah, Movie Pass. What an what a roller coaster. What a company. What a well managed, well run company that was. Yeah, man. Gosh. It was worth it for the for the year long dream. Yeah. Oh, I I got my money's worth. You didn't yeah. really have to barely spend much money to make well, it worth it. Well, that's what that's why I was like this isn't going to last. I didn't know if it was going to burn the way it did, but I figured mm -hmm. at least the monthly subscription price would go up to yeah. more than yeah. a course. movie ticket. Of course. That's what I yeah. figured it would be. It would have made way more sense to be 20 bucks. It it yeah, but... it, that makes total sense. It would have made sense that it just gradually went up and it was still around what we didn't see coming was just the absolute dumpster fire that it turned out to the be which was so close like the idea that i could go see a movie a month for 6.95 the ticket was eight dollars i right. was making money going to a movie yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy yeah. it's awesome i just had to make sure i would see one movie a month which guess what i saw at least one movie a month right. so then it was like oh yeah i'm not doing anything right now i'm gonna go see uh Hail Caesar. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, why not? Well, you think of like a, a theater like Alamo, it makes a ton of sense to have their own subscription service. So for 20 bucks, it's like, yeah, you, you, you spend $20 a month. As long as you see two movies, there you go. You get your money's worth. On top of and that, Alamo Alamo's yeah, the if, perfect place to spend more money than exactly. the actual ticket because they have everything you'd ever want with food. Yeah, yeah, if you're Kenny, you're not going to Alamo and not getting food, right? Of course not. Like, I'm not just yeah. going to sit there, there and just watch they a got movie. <laughs> yeah. Like an idiot. Yeah. I'm going to order a chicken sandwich because they're so good. Um, But, yeah, it, it makes sense. Um, So, rest in peace, Movie Pass. Um, mm. But, yeah, that's our big expose. Uh, somebody else did all the heavy lifting. It's not really we did anything. We're just going to we call it an expose. Um, shout out to Mary for sending us that article as well, because we really got a kick out of that. Um, well, Tom, mm-hmm. do you got some trivia for us this week? I do have trivia for us this week. <sighs> Let's do that. So uh, I think I've shared the last couple of weeks. I've been catching back up on some of the Marvel films and so i thought it'd be fun mm. as we prep for a black widow and also with uh, loki and uh, winter soldier shows being released recently i just thought this would be fun to do so let's just jump right on in our first question what was the first iron man suit called and there's also not a lot of multiple choice questions here good because i don't need them the first I haven't watched Iron Man in years. I watched it last year. Orpheus. Jarvis. Yeah. It, it had a, I don't know, man. Answer is Mark one. Mark one. God I damn it. I knew I that. It probably should have known that. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, our next question: What color blood do scrolls have? It's green. Blue, uh, I thought it was blue or purple. Green? I don't know. Mop? Any guesses? I'm going blue. It is purple. blue. It's blue. It's blue. Yeah, Damn it's it. blue, baby. Uh, I'm so bad at Marvel. <laughs> These are real. These are not as easy as I thought they I were. Know, knock detailed. this out of the park. No, I wanted to find some some hard ones for you. No, I like it. <clears throat> what character is in both Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp and WandaVision? I'll run. No, I don't know. Um, and WandaVision. Ant Man and WandaVision. Uh, oh, it's uh, it? it's um, um, the it's Randall Park's character. Yeah. The FBI agent. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't remember yeah. his name. Jimmy yeah, yeah, Woo, yeah. baby. Jimmy, Jimmy Woo. Woo. Jimmy yeah. Woo. Our next question. We suck. From which Infinity Stone did Carol Danvers get her powers? Well, it's the engine that blew up. The it was Infinity the stone. It was it was the Tesseract. Yeah, it was which the Tesseract. Was, which was the blue one. The blue, the blue stone. One, which well, hold on, we can get this. We that get was it. the Space Stone, yeah? Yep, Space Stone, Space baby. Space Stone. Yes. Which makes sense. I just watched She's like, I could know that, yeah. Makes she, sense. She lived in space. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's a space girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next question. What necklace does Peter buy for Mary Jane in Spider-Man Far From Home? Oh, I love this movie. I know it. I don't, yeah. Oh, it's something, it's a black something. It's a... Uh, Something really depressing and sad. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's her vibe. Yeah. I, gosh, I love Zendaya. I Does don't know. give it to her and then she says, go get him, Tiger. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Ooh. They do a couple spin I, moves and hip thrusts and <laughs> street. Gross like that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Hang on one second. Dude, I don't know. It's something. It's like a. You can tell him. Like Kevin, you are so close. It is. Oh. Oh no! All what? technical difficulties. Bill, see the thing is, is, continue. Oh, the answer is a black dahlia necklace. So you were you were very close there, Kevin. So the really the only word you missed was dahlia. Dahlia. You said yeah, black necklace. <laughs> I knew it's it like a something black. I was this close. Do we get it? 
Uh, we got uh, Kevin, two thirds. We Kevin got the hard half, part. Yeah, we got the hard credit. part. Okay. Good. 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 And our last question today: Who does Martin Freeman play in the MCU? He's an agent of some sort. Yeah, he's I, I he's the guy from uh, from Black Panther. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, I couldn't tell you his name. He's also in Civil War, Captain America. He Civil is. War. His name Accurate. is Everett Ross. That's right. Scroll, Everett a scroll Ross. impersonate him at some point too. I feel like probably. Yeah. Sweet. We didn't do too hot this one. No. We right. I was looking awesome. I, I wanted one that was gonna be kind of tricky, and I thought that would be a good We've one, been tricked. So. We've been bamboozled. How, uh, how many of you guys have watched the first Loki episode yet? I have. It is awesome. Great. I already love Super it. stoked. I should have I should have made my big on Owen Wilson with gray hair. Because oh he should God. keep that hairstyle, keep the mustache. He looks great. Yeah, I can already solid. tell I'm gonna love him in this series. He's wonderful. Yeah, it's. I think I might wait until I can like watch them all. Mobius and Mobius. The vibe is just awesome. Yeah. The music, the sound of it, the Good. feel of it. It's, it's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it... always sad when they're only 30 minutes or like 35. Well, this one's 50. But this won't no, ruin but, anything. But the credits are always like 10 or 15 minutes yeah. long. Right. It's, it's... This won't trick to you. You're yeah. like, oh, I got tons of time. No, it's more that you gotta wait a week. Yeah. yeah. So this won't ruin anything, but Ken might feel me on this level. The the like intro video to where Loki was. You can say Fallout. Fallout theme. Mm. Yeah. Felt so good. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, this feels like I'm watching Fallout the TV show, which that yeah. is coming soon. Yeah. Also, they announced they showed the uh, release date for Starfield, not a gaming podcast that came out today, November twenty no November eleventh, twenty twenty two. Dope. Yeah. Nobody knows what that is, but Big Starfield. I'm yeah, really yeah. excited. It's, uh, it's like Fallout in space. Yeah. Um, okay, so trivia? Or not trivia, uh, movie anniversaries? We got some great anniversaries. Great. I'm excited Glad for this to hear week. It. Happy five-year anniversary to Central Intelligence with Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. All right. I did see it. I enjoyed it, but... I saw the first 10 minutes at a uh, drive-in, and then we decided to leave. <laughs> that's, what? That's a yeah. bummer. It was the second feature of the double feature. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, oh, that's all I got to say. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a long night. Happy. I mean, you, stay, you oh. don't get home till like 2 in the morning. Yeah. That's true. Happy 10-year anniversary to Green Lantern. Cool. That's only 10 years old. I feel like that came out like 30 oh. years ago. I thought it came out just like five years ago. I was shocked when I read that it was 10 years old already. Are we sure it's not the Green Hornet? Oh, you sure? Because I, I always get those like two mixed up. I feel like Green yeah. Hornet's newer than Green Lantern. Green Hornet might have come out around the same time. At I least think the they same came year. out around the same time. Same year, at least. Yeah. Uh, happy 25-year anniversary to The Cable Guy. Oh, wow. Which I was looking that up. I did not realize it was directed by Ben Stiller. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. um That's 25 years old. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a commercial and critical failure, but it is a cult classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh and that then, is that is a TBS special I if do, I've ever yeah. heard of oh, it. That's where I first saw it was it on really TBS. Really is, yeah. Oh, Always no. on TBS. Um couple honorable mentions. Happy 35 year anniversary to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Begin the cable guy. And also, more importantly, happy 40th anniversary to Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, that was on TV last night. It was, it's such a good movie. Love that one so much. Yeah. Was it one of you that thinks that Raiders of the Lost Ark isn't the best Indiana Jones movie? Is I don't think it can? is. I think Last Crusade's the best one. but it, That one's so good, too. It's not a popular opinion, I'll admit that. Um like I just think Last Crusade is probably the best one. I think it's my favorite. It's okay. I feel like it's a bit more fun. Yeah. There's a lot going on in that movie. Yeah, it moves quicker. Yeah. They're definitely all over the place, unlike Lost Ark where they're basically in one spot. Yeah, and then at the at the beginning you get River Phoenix's Indiana Jones, which is fun. And then at the end you get the old knight in the in the tomb just yeah. being old. It's really you old. Chose poorly. I mean, then you get Sean Connery. That's always good. Yes, mm-hmm. Sean Connery's Sean awesome. Connery. Yeah, it's like a, it's like yeah, way more. 
I don't want to say the stakes are higher because I don't think the stakes are higher, but it is a lot more. It covers a lot more ground. You're like in Venice for part of the There's movie. That crazy scene where they're like aren't they like fighting tanks on like horseback or something well there's the there's uh, the motorcycle there's like a ch- scene. that's yeah yeah maybe and he hops on a tank at one yeah he jumps off he the horse defeats the ha- tank, a tank yeah with his bare hands basically yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. pretty yeah. awesome do you guys people think don't you... talk about how bad temple of doom was that one though. i watched that I one pretty recently bad. I just don't think it's the like that was the first it, Indiana Jones movie I saw as a kid. I actually saw yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, really? Raiders. That was the first. Yep. And I and thought it was amazing. I think it. I think it comes before Raiders. Yeah. In like the timeline. Yeah. I was just being conscious of the timeline when I saw it when I was six. There you were. I was like, Mom, I'd I'd prefer to see this one first. That's what I said. It's just it's a totally different feel than the rest of the movies. It's wild. Well, it's actually that they didn't have Raiders at the blockbuster. They just had Temple of Doom that day, so we got it. And I Temple think of it's Doom the is reason. Dork. It's yeah, dork. And I, I think it's the the reason why they now have PG thirteen ratings. I think we, I think that was on trivia a while back. Also, here's a bit of trivia. Uh, well, it's not really trivia because I'm not going to ask a question. I'm just going to tell you. Uh, <laughs> Kate Capshaw, in Raiders of, or excuse me, Temple of Doom, married to Steven Spielberg. Kate Capshaw also though taught at Rockbridge. High school Mizzou in Columbia, grad, Missouri. Didn't know that. True story. So good for her. Yeah. You got your you got your Kevin six degrees of Kevin Bacon voice going there, and I thought that's where that was going somehow. Let's do it real fast. Okay. When you no, you don't have to. I just when you do your six degrees of Kevin Bacon, you have a very presenting voice. I want that goes Kate in a certain oh, yeah, way, yeah, yeah. and that's the way it was going. And so I thought you were just going to randomly give us a six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but nah. Well, fun, fun times. Good, t- good times. Uh, well, hey guys, I, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of the episode. Um, shame. Yeah, it's a shame. It's always a good time hanging out with you guys. Um, but yeah, we again, we are the Cineboys Podcast. We are part of the Cork Bats Podcast Network. Um, you can listen to us on Google Podcasts, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, listen to us on Spotify. You can also rate, review, subscribe, like, all those things. Tell a couple friends about us. We really appreciate it. Uh, also, if you're watching on the Cork Bats YouTube page, you can follow Cork Bats on YouTube. Uh, also, like and review, leave a comment, all that good stuff. Um, and then of course you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Cineboys. Um, we have social media. You know what I realized this week, guys? I got kind of busy, uh, and I uh, I missed Hemsworth Wednesday for the first time, and wow. I'm really ashamed. Mm. I'm really, really ashamed. There's only been one other time where I missed it, but I remembered to let somebody else know to do it. Well, we'll just have to do it. Twice but then that week. person was locked out of the account because we don't know the password. Yeah. But at least it got done. This time it just didn't even get done. And it's my fault. And I apologize. And I feel like we probably lost some some uh, subscribers. And I understand why. Mm. And your your feelings are validated. And I'm sorry. Maybe we should start posting Hemsworth clips on Hemsworth Wednesday. Or maybe that'll be this Wednesday to make up for the lack of... Maybe. We're going to have to go big this this Wednesday, I think. Um, but yeah, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Cineboys on... And then also you can follow Cork Bats on Twitter at Cork Bats, and you can follow Cork Bats on Instagram at Cork Beers because we're still in jail. We're still in jail. So we're dumb. still in Instagram jail, and we don't know how to get out of it. Let us out, Dana White. Dana White's a dick. You heard it here first. Dana White equals dick. Also, apparently he's way shorter than that. we think he is. Of course he is. He's probably got a small... Never mind. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. I, I mean, I can, but I'm not going to, because maybe that crosses a line that typically the Cineboys don't cross. Maybe. Talking about men's penises. Anyways. Laura, Laura won't mind, though. <laughs> Laura. Laura, if you're here, never mind. Okay. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, guys, you got anything else you want to say? Sure don't. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Good luck, everybody.